Welcome to episode 145 of the GameSpot After Dark podcast. I am your host. I forgot my name. Tomorrow's what name. are you talking about? You forgot your uh, name. Yes. I was about to say Greg Indovina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Greg Indovina. Greg Indovina. I mean, hey, my, my brother-in-law if, if, forgot his own name at his wedding. So at least he didn't forget my sister's name. That would be, yeah, that would be devastating. Joining me is Kurt Indovina. Greetings. Hello. Thank you very much. Hello. Why did I just thank you? <laughs> I'm, having a, You're welcome. I'm having a meltdown. I was going to say, what is happening today? Um, I'm Greg and Davina. Greg and Davina. Also here is Jordan Ramey. Hello, hello. Jordan Ramey's landscapers that. are also here. Hello to yeah, Jordan Ramey's yeah. landscapers. They, they love to be hey, here. Apparently doing? Thursday is the day that that's when all that happens, so... Maybe if we record podcasts on Thursdays in the future, we only do that in the office. <laughs> or you invite them on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, you get them in on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, the I, problem could, with I that could yell is... out the window right now and see what What, what are you guys playing to. this week? Lawn <laughs> Mowing <Mon> Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also joined by Lucy James. Hello. How is everyone doing this week? Uh, I'm okay. It's really windy here. Um, mm-hmm. I live on top of a hill, and my cat is very stressed about it. Poor thing. Bless. Yeah. All right, now that we've had an update on Lucy's cat, let's move on to what we've been playing. We are going to start with the one, the only, Jordan Ramey. <coughs> Jordan, what have you been up to? Why are you starting with the guy that you know that there's a shit ton of sound going on? That's exactly why I wanted to do it. Get people really acclimated to having a screeching lawnmower in there. Hopefully, it just gets edited out of it. Um, I don't. Yeah. I don't know if that's how that works. As in, like the yeah, sound cut, filter, the filters are applied out. to you know yeah. lower it so it's not as compressing compress the sound a bit you know although it Listen, looks like they're sure. almost done with the lawn which i think is the main thing the lawn mower so i was gonna say john, I, I, john luke's out for a week and richard is editing this week so you know apologies and richard, richard, richard is a magician hammers and chainsaws richard is a magician man knows a few things about compression um yeah jordan what are you up to I've been playing an absolute shit ton of uh switch sports volleyball which kurt totally said was like the worst sport in the game which i feel is not oh not hold on a true. second hold on i'm hold on no i didn't say it was the worst That's, i said it was hard exactly to get acclimated to and i don't have the receipt no i said soccer 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 is the worst soccer is the worst uh, which is why i was very and angry I said volleyball. during our <laughs> meetup and i said Friday. and i said <laughs> i said volleyball is the least intuitive to get into with a group of uh, people. Mm. Wow, he, mm. he, he he was about to say friends, but he went to people. Just people. You hate to see it. <laughs> lot to think about. A lot to think about there. A lot to unpack there. For what it's worth, Jordan and I, he's a, uh, a people that uh, I played switch sports with in the office and bonded 
I would say very well. We yeah. we did great. We did, we did good. good. Even at volleyball, I'm pretty you sure. You carried me through bowling, we and I helped in volleyball. Hell, no, we carried each other. We were holding hands <laughs> and uh, down the lane. Don't give us that look. It's very cute. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be going down a lane. That's like completely against the rules of uh, bowling. You're just oh, behind the line. Uh, I worked. I worked. I worked at a bowling alley. Did you? Uh, I did. <gasps> oh, I thought um, you said that in present tense, like after you do your day at GameSpot. Yeah, you go yeah. no, I worked. <laughs> oh, I worked at a bowling alley. Uh, it was. It was kind of. Um, it was a, a low and a high point. Those exist. The oxymoron of uh, of my life. Yeah, I worked at a bowling alley, and when I was a young chap, eighteen, yeah, eighteen years old, I was exposed to a lot of different walks of life. Are you gonna expand on that? <laughs> yeah, anyway? yeah, I was <laughs> to say anything else, or is that just? I mean, it? I was just. I don't want to take. Okay, so basically, in short, it's like you know, it's like you see everything from the the, the bowlers, mm. like the people who are in the leagues. They come. To bowl as did you hear anyone shout? Who do you think you are? I am at any point. Oh, it was so long ago. I don't. There's only I only remember like blurry images sometimes. Have you seen the um, Who do you think you are? I am video. It sounds like you have never seen the Who do you think you are? I am video. No, it's a guy who who is is in like a bowling uh, tournament. ESPN. This man looks like Paulie (laughs) from uh, fucking uh, Sopranos. Um, Hey. He's got like the widow's peak. He's wearing sunglasses. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a garish t-shirt, um, sports t-shirt, and he bowls. And then it, and he needs to hit a strike to claim the the victory. He does it, and then he pops off. And he's clearly the most uncool man in the universe. <laughs> and instead of saying anything cool, he screams, "Who do you think you are? I am!" And that's it. And it's a, wow. a legendary moment. Um, no, there's a lot of there's a lot of the uh, uh, all I know is that uh, I'll give you like I had to I was basically like a, a server like I served the lanes like I would get food and drinks for people at the lanes and so I would see walks of life from the serious bowlers to the people who would, like go midnight bowling for like you know the bright lights and the and the Beyonce music um, but uh, I every time I would serve the the ones in the league they were always like. Where's the women at? Who is this kid with the swoopy hair? It was like a constant shtick. I would come up to these like these like middle-aged dudes and they would play uh like card games but with new, with card decks that had nude women on them. So I would as like an 18-year-old swoopy-haired boy just trying to get you your picture of blue light, uh they would just be like, "Hey, have you ever seen this before?" and then hold a card up to my face. With a nude woman on it, I'm just like, can I just give you your Shoes, pretzels, <laughs> please? Pretzels. Oh uh, but it's also where uh, I had my first kiss with my current girlfriend, so it's it holds a special place Aww, in my heart. Oh, that's very awesome. So cute. All right, back to Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I all I do is play volleyball now. I do not play any of the other sports in switch sports it's kind of like my thing where i if i happen to accidentally wake up like super early like a full 30 45 minutes before my alarm i just get up and just play uh volleyball in the morning um and so i'm finally up to i have climbed steadily out of the c ranks and so now i'm like fighting in that spot where I'm like going back and forth between like the B ranks and the A ranks. So I'm no Edmund Tran. That man is a monster who has Wait, like, what where's that up to? 
I think Ed is like in the top tier of every sport on Switch Sports. That like man that. has a family. He's got a child. <laughs> He's got a whiff. He's a whiff, yeah. A whiff. Um, how's he doing this? Uh, he, he plays Wii and Switch Sports very competitively. And yeah, I thought but I do you think the only he's only one, on but... he's only on the AU servers, and maybe there's just not that much competition. <laughs> You're trying to say there's no one playing Switch Sports in, in Australia? Wow, the internet's not good enough. Absolutely dunking <laughs> on Edmonton and Australia. <laughs> oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> if any, if anything, it'll be harder because people in Australia are actually way more sporty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a lot more beaches, so you know. A lot of stereotypes here. A lot of stereotypes. No, no, no. I'm sorry. My my friend Call of Duty kill streak of stereotypes right now. My friend Claire, uh, who you all know, she works at CNET, Mm -hmm. went to vote because in Australia it is mandatory to vote, and she went and did that yesterday. And not even kidding, they put on a barbecue to encourage people to go and vote. And at the end, she got what is called. A democracy sausage. That is actually what the Prime Minister <laughs> what? calls them. So she said she sent me a picture of her with like a democracy sausage. So what the fuck? You clearly have a lot to learn. Here's yeah. the thing. From it sounds incredibly stupid, but if you gave Americans a sausage to vote, they would a hundred percent. Oh my god, oh, yeah. everyone would show up. Yeah. If there was a barbecue yes. like tied into voting, like oh man. If you were encouraged to enjoy something. Like here in the states, they would absolutely, I would absolutely. I mean, I do vote, and I don't even eat sausage, and I vote. Good. I'm Good just typing. You. I'm just typing. Democracy sausage is a is an episode title. Of the potential title. <laughs> Good. Anyway. Good. Yeah. Carry on, Jordan. Uh, beyond the Switch Sports, I have been getting into Apex Legends Mobile. I I figure 1,400 hours in the console PC version is probably enough. So now I am uh, just gonna start racking up that time in mobile. And, and and it's it's weird. The community is very divided on Apex Legends Mobile because it it is good. Like it's a solid mobile port of the game. Um, they have a lot of like really smart things in there, like the uh, just turning on like a setting where it's like doors can just open for you as you approach them. So you don't have to like touch too many things on your touch screen uh, when you're playing on your phone. But uh, people are not happy by the fact that there is a new legend who's exclusive to the mobile version of the game and his story has been like the focus of this first season of the mobile version and so there are a bunch of people who are like so is respawn basically saying you have to play mobile as well that seems fucked up in order to understand the story mm-hmm. and i'm like Part of me is like, yeah, I kind of get it, but at the same time, like, would anyone actually play the mobile version if there wasn't <laughs> anything like yeah. special about it drawing them in? Um, the dude's really cool. He's a Peruvian, um, and uh, so he has like a lot of like really cool catchphrases that he uh, says in like a really sexy uh, Spanish. Um, he he's voiced by the dude who voices Peter Parker in the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon, um, oh. which is <laughs> wild to me. Um, and the the dude's so cool. I'm having such a blast with him. I wish he was in the console and PC version because I want to go back to just playing the game on a normal controller or mouse and keyboard and stuff like that. 
there's like no controller support for Apex Legends Mobile at launch. So like you can, I think, do a Dual Shock or a Dual Sense via Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and I think the Backbone controller works, but the Razer Kishi doesn't work, and a few of the other like just uh, things that I have for mobile games that connect to controllers, none of them really work. And I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> but yeah. Otherwise, it's uh, I'm I'm very curious to see what happens with this game. I know that some mobile ports like Call of Duty Mobile kind of just take on their life of their own, and they're just as popular as like the console version of the game, like Warzone. So it'll be interesting to see if that happens here with uh, Apex Legends. I'm inclined <coughs> to believe that it will, just because Apex is like the one of the biggest games out there right now i think the last like earnings report said that they just hit like two billion dollars or something like that so i imagine the mobile version will be popular as well but yeah i'm enjoying it i'm having a good time loving the new guy and i really wish his sexy ass was in the console and pc version of the game that's all i want Mm. Mm -hmm. they'll bring him there eventually he's probably like just exclusive to mobile for a little while i bet Oh, like a limited get, exclusive thing? Mm. That makes they, sense. Yeah, so you gotta, actively... as you said, Jordan. Yeah. No, I was just saying, you got to get the normal players on there somehow. I think that's that makes sense. But I also have no stake in this conversation because I don't play Apex. So I'm just <laughs> looking in, inwards. It's totally Is this the guy that looks like Robocop? It, no, the, the guy who looks like Robocop is Newcastle. He's the new character in the console okay. PC version of the game. It was not in the mobile yeah, the, 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 yeah, I wasn't. It was very confusing. Yeah. Newcastle. It, it sounds like you, 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 you mean that there's a character called Castle, and this is the new version new. of him. <laughs> I only call him Newcastle. I think in this podcast specifically to see if it will annoy Lucy every time I mention it. I usually just call him by his first name, Jackson, whenever I'm talking Jackson about him. Newcastle. That's his name. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. It's too much. Um, Jackson Newcastle. Well, Jackson I mean, Newcastle's Jackson. like his nickname. Like Clark Kent goes by <clears throat> Superman. Newcastle is his name is Jackson Williams. So, hmm. okay, okay, cool. That, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes, no, Jackson a, Jackson Williams. I, I don't see where you get Newcastle from. That I don't know. You don't. None of you call me Newcastle. So, no, yeah, we could. Oh no, Kurt, I'll call you Rochester. Rochester Newcastle. Mm. <laughs> His name is Greg, and we'll keep out of that. Yeah, Yeah. it's Greg and Davina. Anything else? From Rochester, Newcastle. Uh, No, no, no. There are other things that I've been playing, but I don't think I can talk about that. Here he is, Mr. Listen, listen. (laughs) If you don't want me to keep playing games under embargo, stop giving me permission, Tam, whenever I ask you. (laughs) I say, absolutely done you there, Tam. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Lucy, what have you been up to? Okay, so I haven't been playing anything other than Elden Ring. Actually, I did download Little Witch in the Woods. Um, and I actually refunded it on Steam. Oh, no. Because it's maybe the weird, like, it's the weirdest opening. I know it's early access, but it's the weirdest opening to anything that I think I've ever played. It's, you it's, played Control. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's a good, that's oh, a good weird. Little Witch, that's what little Witch in the Woods it's... is a, a cozy game where you are a little witch, you're in some woods, you talk to a bunch of people, and I guess, like, 
brew potions and whatever. Very similar to Witchwood, except this one has a more pixel, pixely art style, kind of a bit more Stardew Valley-ish. But the opening was so weird. I was just like, I don't think I want to continue with this. And then I found out it was on Game Pass, so I refunded it. And I was like, I'm going to leave it a bit and then, and then play it on <laughs> okay. Game Pass. Um, wow. It, it, no, because it opens up with you, like, on a train. And you have a really long, like, a way too long and involved conversation about the fact that you, when you get to your destination in the woods, you have to take your shoes off. Like... It goes on. You have to talk to numerous other characters about the fact that you have to take your shoes off when you get to the woods. Also, you have a little hat that talks to you. Um, and then I ended up getting to the woods and I was using a controller and I was kind of moving around and it just, it was a grab me of like, I just, now I'm just, I'm just yeah. send this back. But okay. then I was reading the Steam reviews and apparently the controls are really, really weird if you're playing mouse and keyboard. Like Z or something is the um, inventory. And C, I think, is used to collect stuff or, like, interact with things. And I was like, what? And apparently you couldn't rebind them. So <laughs> playing on controller was probably the move. So definitely going to get it on Xbox. But other than other than um, Elden Ring, that's what I've been playing. But I have been watching a bunch of stuff. I um, The Northman is still in cinemas, but they put it available to... Um, to rent so i watched that on friday sunday and i had a lovely time i really enjoyed it eggers classic eggers uh it's very weird definitely delves into the weirder part um like it doesn't it doesn't shy away from the the really intense um kind of viking lore and mythology parts of things like there's a, a seer and they get like drunk and they get they go on mushrooms and they have trips and stuff it's really cool the one thing i would say is like that maybe didn't gel as well for me is nicole kidman's viking accent mm. also like and i love can you do it it was just like um everything was a little you know <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. Sounds like uh, it's my son, the you know. Count. I, yeah, I, I, I can't, I'm probably not doing it justice, but like also Nicole Kidman. Oh, no, I think that's, that's looks it. a bit too modern to be set. like everyone else, kind of like I mean, Willem Dafoe, even There's that bit where she suddenly starts talking about AMC theaters, which is really weird. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she, um, yeah, like at the very beginning. And, and this is the plot of the movie. It's a revenge plot for whoever killed um, his father. <laughs> but at <laughs> the beginning of the movie, she's like, you know, turns to camera. Even heartbreak feels good in a place <laughs> like this. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. Um, that's um, that, that's like, an Assassin's Nic Creed Valhalla like level. So. And, and, and Nicole Kidman's AMC advert is my movie of the year. But no, I really enjoyed it. Like, um, Bjork is in it. Um which I didn't expect. Anya Taylor-Joy and Alexander Skarsgård are both very excellent. Uh, it's super brutal, which I think I also really... I'm really glad that they didn't shy away from that. Like, it was savage. It was very brutal. Um, just a classic revenge story that takes a little dip into the weird every so often. So I really enjoyed it. And then on top of that, I'm watching The Leftovers, which is so good, but also highly depressing and stressful. Have any of you mm. watched it? No. What is it about? So it's Damon Lindelof, uh, and it's oh, based on a know. yeah, it's based on a book. And apparently, it has an incredible ending. So God, please, no one 
no one would do this anymore, but please no one spoil it. Because uh, I genuinely have no idea where it's going. But basically, one day, uh, 2% of the world's population just disappears. And mm. this is set, you know, three years after. Wait, and 2% disappears or only 2% is left? 2% disappears. Okay. Which is still... I'd be like, all right, it sucks to be you later. <laughs> well, no, it's still millions of people. And it's about how this small town outside of New York is kind of um, coping with it. Some people have formed a cult where they don't speak because they, uh, like their mantra is like, don't waste your breath thinking about the past or trying to find an answer. Like, just move on. Don't waste your breath. Um, there's a woman whose husband and two kids get de- departed. Um, and then the the main character is uh, Justin Theroux. Liv Tyler's in it. And it's it's amazing. It's so good. It's like, the music is beautiful. The music's done by Max Richter, who did... I don't know if you've ever watched the Black Mirror episode Nosedive, but the the one with Bryce Dallas Howard, like he did that music and he's done the music for The Leftovers. It's just like really interestingly well written and like all of these people, like there's a priest played by Christopher Eccleston who oh. um, he makes prints and puts posts them up around town about like the dirty laundry of the people who were taken. So like... This man gambled away his daughter's college fund. It's like kind of similar. Like we shouldn't be um, trying to mourn everyone. And there's basically like a bureaucratic process where you get money if you've had a family member who's been taken or departed or whatever happened to them. But you have to answer all these questions because obviously all the scientists are trying to find out why. It's really great. Like, it's a really great character-driven drama. And, like, people have been telling me to watch it for years. And I'm very glad that I'm finally doing it. But I have to absolutely be in a place for it. Because mm. there are some episodes where it's just, like... the. I mean, the, the first one that comes to mind is, like, the episode that's mo- mostly focused around that priest character. It's so intense. And I was just, like, texting friend of the show, Andrew Goldfarb. And it's his favorite show of all time. And I was like what is happening like why is this happening oh my god and he was like okay you're at the episode where it clicked for me like and so yeah i'm almost at the end of season one now i only started last weekend it's great has there been a moment where the character looks at or talking to another character says the phrase we are the leftovers no no i do wonder if it was i know the book is meant i think the book is called the leftovers but i wonder if they were going to call it the departed and then you know Leonardo DiCaprio was like, no, can't do all that. Leonardo DiCaprio did the pointing thing with his drink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's great. And uh, HBO Max is um, my 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 one like luxury that I afford myself is HBO Max. Yes. <laughs> Kurt, what have you been up to? Why do I have to go? Why can't you do it next? Because I always go last and I make mine quick so we can move on. Uh, I... For the past several months, I've been consumed by X Files, mm. and I'm at the I'm at the light at the end of the tunnel. I only have, I think, two episodes left out of all eleven seasons, including having watched the two films. However, after that are the two spinoff shows, which I have not watched, which is Millennium and The Lone Gunman. But uh, otherwise, the other thing that's been consuming my life for the past few weeks is the game Silvercase, which I just finished. However, now I'm playing the sequel, the twenty fifth ward um that's me that's what i've been playing that's what i've been watching 
Tell and they're both, they have a lot in common. Mm. How do they have stuff in common? Tell us. You don't just say the well, names just this, and, You have to tell us about them and why you're enjoying them. Is this your first day on a podcast? To... What the fuck's going on? No, but, you know, it's like... <laughs> got, people can have other opportunities to talk. I don't know. You're never on this show. Polite. Tell us about these. You've got to talk, Kurt. That's the why we brought you on. We didn't bring you on to just sit oh. there and look into a camera. <laughs> I thought I'd just breathe and drink water and <laughs> smile at everyone, and nod at everyone else. Like, yes, yes, great. It's so good. Why are you sitting like that? Okay, so uh, the silver cases. God, I feel like I'm like hosting. This is so uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, so I've been playing the silver case. That's a game that... Is made by Suda Fifty One. It's actually the first Grasshopper manufacturer game Suda that they put out. Suda Fifty One, as we know him as. Uh, Disgraceful. And <laughs> we all just tried to ignore it. Uh, uh, and I actually don't know why. I think it was actually suggested to me by Matt Spinelli. Feels like a Matt the Spinelli man, recommendation. Mm-hmm. The man of uh, the man of yesteryear for Gamespot. Who's no longer with us? We saw him on Friday. He's he's, he, to be clear, he's alive. He's yeah, not he dead. just left. Yeah, he's. I just said he's alive. We also saw him on <laughs> but Friday. He recommended. So. Oh, I sure did. Uh, he re- he recommended I play this game. And Matt, if you're listening to this, I don't know if you are. If you're up there somewhere in the great beyond, uh, I just want to thank you so much because I absolutely adore this experience. It's hard to call it a game. I mean, it's a game. It's a thing you interact with. You press buttons and you move in places. But it is very much mm-hmm. a, a, a visual novel. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically the silver case, uh, is a game that was made in 1999. It takes place in 1999. And, uh, I guess to, it's very obtuse and esoteric. It's very a Kurt ass fucking game, but you essentially play this dude who is investigating a series of murders that is almost as like, they're almost treated like there are a series of murders that happen out of compulsion, almost like at first in the game, it almost like plays out like it's like this murder disease. Um, but in actuality, it all stems from this obsession with this figure. Uh, and I can't say, his, I'm going to apologize if I can't say his name right, because it, it's it's Japanese, but I think it's Kamui. Kamui. And it's basically, what was that? Yeah, Kamui. Yes, that guy. Um, so, uh, but it's about this kind of this cultural obsession with this this character, uh, Kamui, uh, who is basically like regaled as like a, a sadistic killer, mm-hmm. um, but that people like look up to and idolize in a way as like this like this kind of this figure in society. And you essentially play this detective in a group called the Heinous Crime Unit that only does exactly mm-hmm. that, investigates heinous crimes. But what... Uh, and it's told in such a broken and unconventional way where like the UI is a mess, the game is a mess, the way everything's displayed on the screen is a mess, things are overlapping, and I fucking love it for that reason. It feels like Suda like just decided not to play games and make a game. Mm-hmm. And it's like moments like that where like I'm rejuvenated, where I feel like, okay, like this is something interesting. Like this is something where at least like someone's like trying to do something different. Even if some could say it's bad, uh, but I absolutely loved it, and I played it all the way through to the end, and I'm playing the sequel now. Um, yeah, it inspired me. It like tickled something inside of me. The it's it's it also it's filled with X Files references. That's the connection. Uh. Like as I was playing it, it's like filled with like like very clear pop culture jokes to X Files, uh, as well as like um, 
like kind of like winks and nods like of certain characters like certain things and it has like a big governmental conspiracy mm. conspiracy sort of thing underlining it which is what X-Files is all about so it's it's been the perfect like accompaniment of like stop to work consume a dirty martini watch X-Files and then get in bed and play the silver case before I go to sleep why is it called a dirty martini so- what makes it dirty because you say you say things you're not supposed to say to it before, oh as, you're, as you're making it, as you're mixing them, you, you say slag. really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You call it, yeah. What? That's usually like, yeah. When people say, "Do you want it shaken or stirred, or do you want it dirty?" and I say "dirty," and that's when like they're in the back behind the bar, like you, you sick son of a bitch, they're as they're mixing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so uh, what does make it? I'm now I'm now I'm googling. Yeah, because like what usually when it's like I, I I my usually when people are like oh can I have a dirty X or X Y Z oh it's probably alcohol <laughs> making it that but you <laughs> what makes it is it olive olive brine is added yeah. it's olive juice yeah like yeah it's like it's and just, I like olives now there... I finally reached a point in my life where my taste buds have died enough that I can enjoy oh. olives Lucy let's go let's go get some dirty martinis. <laughs> Hey, we really planned a thing hey. for this week. Oh, I know. We, we had like yeah, the most depressing. No, it was great because like we made, we got all excited about making this plan um, to go see. What was it? We were going to go Maverick. watch Top Gun, the new one. We were going to go bar hopping to at least one bar. <laughs> Two, two. It's not two bar hopping bar. if you only go two to bars. one bar. You have no, to at no, least we'll go after, like after Lucy left, uh, Kurt and I had an extended conversation of how annoying the idea of bar hopping is. Yeah. Um, yes. And we were like, yes. thank God we're doing this bar hopping thing that between two bars that are right <laughs> next to each other. Like literally a block over from each other. But then yeah. I, was, I got home and I got a promoted ad for Top Gun Maverick, which... Listen, listen, you don't have to. It's my most anticipated film of the year. Mm. I cried when I watched that first trailer. I got a promoted mo- uh, thing for it and it was like, grab your friends and get tickets to see it on the big screen. Only in theaters, May 27th. And I just sent the screenshot to them too. And then Kurt was like, <laughs> yeah. he has plans on Saturday. So I don't know yeah. what we're doing. I know, I suck. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fine. There's, it's unless, you know, like, unless we're all like, are the two percent of the population that disappears out of nowhere this weekend? Um, mm. We'll have another day. <laughs> Why'd you say that with such a certainty? Like yeah, it's going to happen. Very weird. <laughs> yeah. Now you've you've talked to me before. Now tell you? us about X Files. What's that all about? <clears throat> oh, I don't know if you ever heard of about it. It's basically the show about this bumbling, stupid FBI agent who believes in anything anyone tells him. <laughs> about uh the supernatural and paranormal until this incredibly smart and sophisticated um doctor fbi agent is sent to debunk all the stupidity and then she herself uh one way or another also falls for it no but does she um i find she does i I love scully (laughs) but i also find her to be the most frustrating character in all of existence because like there'll be an episode where she's like uh, I don't believe in ghosts. And then a ghost will appear and be like, hello, Scully, I'm like a ghost. slap her in the face. It'll be like, hello, Scully, I'm a ghost. And then the next episode, she'll be like, uh, Mulder, that's not scientific. Forgetting that uh, the episode previous, previously, a ghost was literally like, hello, Scully, I'm a ghost. And you're like, what the fuck is going uh, on here? But I, uh, 
the thing with X-Files and me is like, I did not, I went an entire lifetime without ever watching it. Like I, I grew he up. He lived in the 90s one the entire high- lifetime. I'm about to say you <laughs> yes, have not yes. lived a lifetime. And then I died. Yeah. Died and came yes. back. And then and I was, was born like, again. And I was like, you know, I you know something I missed out my last time life. Watching, watching X Files. I even came to Scully as a ghost. I was yeah. like, do you think I should watch X Files? And she was like, I don't believe you are real. <laughs> really and then I real. was born again, and then started watching X Files. But uh, <laughs> I've lived my lifetime having not watched it. And then I got COVID um, uh, on New Year's Eve. And then I started watching X-Files and it has not stopped uh, since, though we are coming up to the very tail end of it. Two more episodes to go. Mm. Um, that said, I want to believe. Do you? Um, mm. I love X-Files. I absolutely love it. And I think season 11 is, and I will. I don't know if I'm the only one on this hill. I feel like I'm the only one on this hill um, because there's another X-Files fan in the game spot yeah world we have a group called the um, x-pests <laughs> yeah holy yes. shit i know I you know. sent me a screenshot of that name but just now you've said it aloud now mm-hmm. i get it <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah disgraceful uh and i'm just here to say that i think i will shout to the to the aliens above that season 11 is absolutely fantastic with the exception of its first episode i've seen back to back some of the best episodes i've seen in the entire series and I will take that all the way down the hill. Um, how, how much of that is coming from like, you know, when you see, when you're running a marathon and then you see the finishing line and you're like, <laughs> yes, this is amazing. No, let me tell you, uh, there is, I was actually thinking about this like this morning. It's like, it's a very bizarre feeling where you start a show, I start X-Files. And I'm not somebody who watches a lot of television. X-Files is the most television I have ever watched, period. Like I've never watched a show that's more than a few seasons. Like maybe the exception of like, what's Breaking Bad, five seasons? I've seen that. Um, but otherwise, that's it. And it's amazing to watch a show that I fell in love with and that I kept watching and I kept binging. And then I got to the point where I was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore because the last few seasons are not something I enjoyed mm. actively watching. And it got to the point where I was like, I just need to get to the finish line. I just, now I just need to like put it on as a background noise. But now that these last few episodes have been incredible, I'm actually starting to get depressed that it is going to be over. Like, it's a weird feeling to be like, I love this show. I don't like the show. I want it to end. Holy shit. I don't want it to end. And it's a very weird feeling to go through that roller coaster. So no, it's not the finish line. It's mm. actually like getting to the point where I was ready for it to end. Like I was like anticipating the end. And now I'm like, shit. That's like me good. with Elden Ring. I don't want it to end. Mm. Also me with so, The Sopranos, which is why I slowed down and I haven't watched an episode in ages because I got to season five and I was like, oh no, there's only one and a half seasons to go. I don't want this to end. So, so. I am excited for, for to finish X-Files only because I have not been watching anything else. Like I want to watch Atlanta. I want to watch the new series of Barry. I want to watch the last season of Killing Eve. Like I can't, I'm topping myself from like consuming all of it until I finish X-Files. Fuck, new Barry is very good, by the way. I mean that show, I don't understand how it just keeps getting better. It's so good. I'll get there. So So Kurt recently went on a trip back to his home of Rochester, New York. And while he was gone, I had the pleasure of uh, cat sitting one who one uh, amazing adorable beautiful cat and another just don't even just fucking start wow. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit average cat um, how could you <laughs> I'm not gonna take this 
<laughs> Why don't you tell them who you're talking uh, about? I'm talking about uh, Lily, who is a saint and a, a blessed young uh, little ki- kitty. And then Megatron. I don't disagree. Who's just fine. Who's just fine. Just fine. Wow. Uh, she's okay. Physically Such slander you're... against Mega- a cat. Megatron is a like a medicine ball of a cat. Like a bowling ball. <laughs> is that why? Yeah. <laughs> a bowling spherical. ball of a cat. It's very cool. Yeah, they, they, made a, they made a song called uh, She's a Brick. She's a Brick. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that song is about Meg. And like I, I cat sitted them for like a week or so. Well, no, I didn't really cat sit. I just I stopped in on to make sure that they were okay and, mm. and like hung out with them for a bit. And while I was there, um, I, I decided to do Kurt a favor. And and uh, fired up his uh, Elden Ring, and I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make a little treat for Kurt. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a bunch of Elden Ring without impacting progress, and just accrue a shit ton, a fucking shit ton of runes for him, so that when he comes back, he'll turn it on and be like, oh my god, I've got so many runes that I can do. I can upgrade my weapons, or I can maybe I can maybe like pump this point into into like <laughs> levels or i can like buy items and i can have a cool you know experience with this stuff why don't you tell him what happened kurt why don't you tell him what happened why do i what it's yesterday he was runes. like oh i lost those runes <gasps> it was literally it was how literally it was literally how? it was literally millions it was millions <laughs> It was a it was a million runes. It was multiple yes. million. And I used. Can we rewind used, to the fact no, that Tam spent an afternoon grinding? Not an for afternoon. Millions. It was a week. It was a full week. I did it every time I was there. One you hour need a per new day. Hobby, Tam. One hour <laughs> no, per day. I, I'm on cutting <laughs> Tam's corner here because that's a nice thing to do. While I was oh, I didn't say it wasn't a nice thing. I, was I didn't say it was a nice I was sitting there on his couch under his blanket, which he knows because he like <laughs> spied on me. Him and Juliana spied on me with their weird fucking pet cam. And like that screamed we both at have me. as well, Tom. Yeah, all right. It's, yeah, all right, all right, all right. All right. Uh, and like screamed at me one time as well through it while I was like just sitting there. Um, and sent me pictures of myself sitting in their apartment, like under a blanket while Lily was like laying on my chest. <laughs> and I'd like play an hour a day. Um, meanwhile, Megatron was just staring at me from a distance, like as if she was going to kill me and eat my body. Uh, and yes, yeah, so I did it for multiple days, Jordan. And then this man just did nothing with them. I used half of them. All right. Like it's one of those things where, you know, I didn't want it. Like it, it was one of those things that those runes would have warped my entire build in such a way that's like, I didn't do that. I didn't get to build mm. that character that way. And of course, I could use them to like upgrade weapons and buy certain stuff. So I did. I bought like. I like you know bought a bunch of rune arcs and I upgraded my uh, my rapier and all these other weapons I love and um, and I had like half left over and I was like well, I don't know what to do with these um, could have, it's not like could you have could improved bank them your build or, so much more I did a little bit I like I like put you know like a level there a level there um, and then I may or may not have just you know accidentally walked off a cliff lost. Just, just closed my eyes and said, <laughs> "God take me." And then uh, whatever happened happened. <laughs> Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Uh, Look, I used a half of them. All right, it wasn't fine, like I just fine. like I was playing. I, I was playing, I was playing it for the love of it, not for any reason otherwise. Oh, and here you are, just calling me out in front of everyone. Yeah, there's got to be someone who agrees that like that's like you know, it's like I didn't earn those. 
It was a very nice gesture and gift, but it's like a waste of my I don't time. Know. Absolutely a waste of my time. <laughs> I nap instead every hour. The time that you chose to use. Yeah, exactly. You way. you keeping your keeping the dexterity, you know? Yeah, hi, yeah. E- Lily loved it. Lily was like, This is great. I'm just gonna lay here and snap on you. <laughs> what a um, sweet gal. What a beautiful little girl. There was also She's one time where you she jumped with off the parasite. She there was also one time where she jumped off the couch and face planted straight into the ground. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Oh, you didn't tell me that. Um Well she didn't face plant, no. she kind of like side planted but it was like yeah. she landed she, i i was very fortunate in that like i've got quick reactions so i like raised my leg uh, legs which was and just kicked her which no no which had the blanket on it so it like cushioned her fall very easily very and she like good. basically landed and mm. was like that was weird and then carried on um, yeah she's you know she's an old she's lady bless her i love her to death lily mobility her her lily mobility isn't mm. what it used to be yeah she's a sweetheart I've been watching X-Files, which is great. I'm currently in season three, um, approaching the late part of season three. I just watched one of the most uh, terrible episodes uh, I've seen so far. It was truly awful. Um, and uh, There's a few of those. There's a couple of them that you're like, what was this about? And it's like not like bad. It's just like, uh, this is just an entire premise built on a stereotype. A series of stereotypes. There's a a few of those that do happen. And it's usually involving different ethnicities. And, and like, when they try and delve into, like, uh, cultural practices or mythology from different cultures, it can go askew. Sometimes they do it really well. Sometimes it's like, you didn't need to make this into a story. It's (laughs) it's not. It's very thin. Um, So I had one of those, sadly. But still, season three is a banger much it's like considerably better than season one and two even though i like season one and two quite a bit actually the first half of season two is kind of a bit weird um yeah i think i my whole thing is that it's i say this to you a lot but i think x-files is at its best when it's trying not to tell a story yeah when it is just kind of like this anthology of cases they're following yeah that season two is the weirdest one because Scully's not in it for a bunch of it. And then when she's back, they're like just aggressively just putting her in the worst situations where she's like, yeah, she, they really rag on her for the second. And like season three, she's like clearly had enough of it. And she's like fucking just bossing people around and calling, calling them out. And, and I'm like, yeah, this is, this is good. Supposedly, supposedly they almost let her go during the second season. Yeah. Cause of the pregnancy thing, right? Yeah. For very sexist reasons. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, but she came back. But then, they, but then it ended up like that. Her leave ended up leading to like one of the best arcs. And I know I just said like it's X Files at its best when it's not telling a story. But how they actually used her absence in real life in the show and where they take it in later seasons is actually incredibly smart. Yeah, she's great. I love her as a character. Um, I I posted on um, Twitter the clip of her saying, "What was it again? Can you?" It was just like, can you please explain to me the, the sci- whammy? Yeah, the, sci- <laughs> the scientific. Yeah, Mulder's like, he put the whammy on her. And he's like, uh, Mulder, can you explain to me the scientific basis of the whammy? <laughs> it's just incredible. And Mulder's face is just like, fuck, she's got me. I can't explain the whammy. The whammy. Um, it's, a, it's a great show. That's always fun. I watched a movie called The House on Netflix, which is oh, yeah. a, a stop motion animated um, anthology film. Um, and it's really, really fascinating. It's basically three individual stories. The first one's called And Heard Within a Light is Spun. 
The second one is called The Lost is Truth That Can't Be One. And the third one is called Listen Again and Seek the Sun. And it's three stories that are in some way fixated on a house, mm-hmm. some sort of house. And um, in the first one, it's about uh, a, like a family that is very kindly gifted a house by uh, created by an, um, uh, an architecture uh, like a protege of some sort. Uh, the second one is about uh, a, a mouse lad who is uh, who has spent his entire life renovating a home, which he's then trying to sell. And then the third one is a cat, um, a bunch oh. of cats living in a a house that she owns and is trying to get up into tip top condition so that she can, um, like you know, get rent out of them. And each one has a kind of it's it's a it's a black uh like dark uh almost comedy uh mm. kind of uh genre and it's it goes in some unexpected but the first one feels like an outright horror film for or horror story for a little bit and it is like genuinely it's like one of those old horror films or horror stories where everything starts off quite cute and you're like this is lovely and then it takes a turn where you're like this is horrifying and i hate that i'm seeing it with like such cute faces and like mm. weirdly like um adorable like stop motion anim- animations and the other ones have like it's got a like a black mirror vibe to it a lot of the time the second one is like the first one is clearly the best of the bunch and it's like poignant and it's got a very strong kind of uh, narrative and theme that you can pull out of it the second one is kind of horrifying in a way uh, but it's not as like hard and the third one feels a bit more like a soft kind of end for the film but i've been thinking about it quite a lot because it's like narratively and thematically quite rich it tries initially while you're watching it you finish watching it and you're like huh I don't, I don't know if I like that. I don't, I don't really get anything from it. And then it's, the more it sits with you, the more you realize, oh, this is, that was actually could have been a commentary on this thing. Mm. And it ranges from like obsessions to like uh, the need to, to kind of like find status in society to stuff like um, kind of your, what you consider to be your life's work or what you put into your achievements and that kind of stuff. Um, and and it is really quite powerful. The more you the more you think about it, the more you kind of like let it sit with you. Um, it's got some ideas in there that are really cool, and it's just like nothing I've seen in a really really long time. I just wanted to watch something that was weird and different, because mm. kind of like feeling in a malaise with a lot of like things that I'm playing or watching, and <coughs> I was like, I wonder what I could watch that will kind of like. Um, you know kind of take me by the shoulder and shake me a bit and this mm-hmm. is it definitely did that i don't think it it's like amazing but i definitely feel like it's worth checking out i think at the very least go to netflix find the movie it's called the house and watch the first story mm-hmm. it's like half an hour long um they're 20 minutes each ish and i think that that that's enough and if you really enjoy that you can carry on but that i, I think that first one is like essential viewing because it's so fucking weird it is mm-hmm. so strange it's very odd um, it's got like massive uh, don't hug me I'm scared energy um, which is like a class I don't know if, any, if you've seen that but it's oh, like yeah. a um, a puppet show that's available in its entirety on YouTube and it starts off being like a classic kids like educational show where it's like I'm gonna teach you how to count one two and then very quickly you realize 
this place is fucked up and there's something really awful going on here um there's like and then people have done entire like lengthy two hour long analysis and breakdown of what the actual series is about and it's like incredible i fell into a hole uh, of it a while back and i've been obsessed mm-hmm. with it since but it's that kind of like it takes a dark twist that you're like very unsettled by mm-hmm. um very good like just watch so the that's tw- why you texted me about it last yeah, night. Yeah, I, I, you were like, yeah, because it's 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 esoteric and weird and scary and cute. I think you you'll definitely like the first one. I think all of you will probably definitely like the first one. The, I started watching it and like five minutes and I was like, this is a Kurt thing. This is very Kurt. Um, he'd love it. Uh, so yeah, it's worth checking out. Where did your camera Did lightning just go what off in your there? room? No, one of my, I've got these. These, it's the same LED panel lights that we had. Um, oh yeah, we had for a while. They just randomly turn on. Like, sometimes I'll go <laughs> for out. The listeners, not, for the uh, listeners, it looks like a, an alien yeah, I was going to say, it looks like you were about to get room. abducted. Yeah. Like, They're like, you said too real. much. <laughs> take him, yeah. take him. Sometimes I'll, like, I'll go out for for the day and come <laughs> back and, like, all of them are on and my cat's like, what's in there? What's going on? Yeah. Well, why? What's happening? Yeah. Um, and when I used to live with uh, Chastity um, and she had the same ones... Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, she'd turn on her ones and they'd turn mine on, and or like vice versa, or like her ones would randomly turn on, and I'd just be like, this, These lights are fucking haunted, man. Yeah, um, in terms of games, I've been so my, my next project is getting uh, my Steam Deck uh, emulator friendly. Um, there's a thing called Emu Deck, which is apparently very, very good, um, and it's like a one-stop shop for emulation and apparently it runs everything super super well like mm-hmm. i know people are playing like gamecube games on there and playstation 2 games on there so i think i'm gonna do that in terms of what i'm actually playing uh so i've been bouncing a lot of uh, i feel like the what is it the dog that went to space like i've been to space now everything on ground level on earth is meaningless and i'm <laughs> chasing the space high constantly and in this case space is elden ring um, oh okay uh, I genuinely like this is that game has genuinely ruined things for me yeah <laughs> like, no, no, no no that's why I, that's why i'm like i don't want to play anything else until i complete it and like that's what disco the, the, the problem is like once once you've completed it there's just this empty feeling that you're just like uh, what do i do um and Although like I, that's what I, you do uh, I, I told you i started playing it again and let me tell you i'm not impressed uh like i i started playing uh ghostwire tokyo and i was like i yeah. played like four hours of it I was like, this is boring it's so boring <laughs> and it's so unsatisfying to begin with as well mm. like the combat is really unsatisfying so i've like abandoned that i've like come to terms with the fact that i won't probably enjoy mm. it um i started playing a bit of stranger of paradise just because i've seen like i talking really positively about it and a few other people have been like this is really cool and it has the thing where it's a Souls-like game, but it's not a soul. It's not as good as a Souls-like. <coughs> it's not as good as a From Software joint, which I really mm. struggle with. Like I, I can't play Soulsborne From Software-inspired games because they just don't do anything as good, or don't mm-hmm. do it as good. And they just, I'm just like, I don't. Uh, we have we have From Software at home. That's what <laughs> it feels like. That all those games oh. feel like we have From Software at home. What happened Excuse there? Me, the doorbell. I must say I didn't hear the doorbell. Oh, I just saw Lucy like just jump oh, in her chair. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, Lucy's uh, being abducted. Yeah. So like I yeah, it's a genuine. I know I realize it's a genuine problem, but like there's some games that I'll play, and if it's got too many, if it's trying to be like those games, and it, 
I'm like, well, either you are, you either you do it as well, or I don't care. Um, and that's why I was like playing Jedi Fallen Order, and I was like, this is ages ago when it first came out. I was like, it's no Sekiro. I was like, you, you, mm. tr- you, tr- you came. The problem you have is Sekiro exists, and and like if only Fallen Order had come out like six months earlier. If it had just come out before Sekiro. Yeah, it could have been something. It could have been all together differently. But like, I played a lot of Fallen Order. I never finished it, but I was like, "Yeah, it's it's fine." But it's like also not great. Like, I don't feel good using any of these weapons. Like, some of these fights are not great. And I did that same thing with with um, Stranger of Paradise, where I played a few like encounters in it, and I just kept seeing everything it wasn't doing as well as anything in 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 a in like a, a souls game it's like you, yeah you, you, if you had paid a little closer attention to the way from do this you could you could resolve this problem that you're currently having um one of my biggest like pet peeves with it is it does like hey uh as a here's a special uh, uh ability that uh, is really gonna hurt if you get hit by it and then we're gonna tell you it's gonna come by color coding the the kind of animation this color and then at the same time it like the the language when when uh from did that like in sekiro you get the red kanji come up the, very rarely will there be anything that overlaps with that symbol of that same color to cause any confusion like it's clear to you the language is 100 percent clear like when this is here you got to you got to worry about this thing whereas in this game it's so like messy and muddy and like the language is so unclear that at times it, if you're charging a special attack, it the charge animation, the effect <coughs> is the same color as the indicator for this is an unblockable attack. So if you happen to be charging your attack at the same time as the unblockable attack indicator pops up and you are stood in a certain way, you won't be able to tell that the unblockable attack is coming up because you just it just looks like you're charging your attack. And it's just like, ah, this is, mm, this is why you... <laughs> You could, have, you could have paid a closer attention. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm passing off this. Uh, I I want to go back to it because I know how much Chaim likes it. and But it's just not hitting with me. But yeah, I'm just, I feel like I'm just wandering around like looking for something that can get me back into space. You know, so what you're saying is you should have just like, not but played how about Elden good... Ring and held off until like don't, November uh, My recommendation is don't play Elden Ring unless you want to ruin your but life. Because is, is the rest that, of your year is like done. The... <laughs> It's like the dialogue and the vibes of of Strangers of Paradise. Like, is it's that not, not good. The thing? No, like, it's. Oh, I mean, like, really, it's actively not really good. Hidden? It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Like, that's kind of the thing. Yeah, you kind of need. Know, you like... kind of need. You kind of need. In that scenario, you need the some part of it to to be good enough for you to stick with it, so that that becomes endearing. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, they have a vibe, and clearly, people will eventually like Hayam says, like you get past the weirdness of it, and then you start to grow to love the characters, but. To get to that point, I need something to carry me there. It's the same reason, like I really struggle with replaying uh, Ziv, where it's like people are like, "It's great," once you get to the first expansion. But the problem is, A Realm Reborn is some of the most boring mm. video game that has ever existed, and like I don't want to do that again. There's nothing to carry me there, if you know what I mean. Um, so I, I like instead went back to something i was like oh let me let me figure out what i was also like figuring trying to figure out what i can play on on stream so like you know people that i would ordinarily be playing i tried playing those games on stream and it just didn't work for me um i'm still playing elden ring to platinum it now on on console (laughs) which is obviously um fun to do but i went back to doom eternal 
um, on PC, and that's a fun game. That is a good game. I love that game. It's so much fun. Uh, I'm I'm like more. Im- I feel like. I don't know if I'm going to play it to completion, but I feel like I'm at least deriving a sense of satisfaction out <laughs> of it. Um, I think the biggest problem with that game is it's over-designed. Like, it's, yeah. it's just a baffling am- amount of nonsense in, a, in there. Like, they took something simple and, like, pure and elegant in how grotesque and, like, it, it is the, it's the video game equivalent of putting on some, uh, like, boxing mitts and just wailing on a punching bag for an extended period of time but what this game is is effectively that same thing but now you've got a professional boxing coach telling you you need to tuck your elbows in and then twist your legs and do that and you're like you're ruining the fun for me i just wanted to punch this thing but it's like no you've got to worry about upgrading this and all these Mm. other mechanics and all these other systems so they've really diluted it by over designing it and then they've added things like platforming and stuff like that into it and i'm like I don't need any of this, but at the moment it's still like, it's still fun because you are still just like jumping around and punching shit and there's like Mick Gordon's music is playing and it's very loud or is it Mick Gordon? I think it is Mick Gordon. It is, Um, but they change it. Yeah, they change it halfway through for the other stuff. Um, And it's like loud and it's, it's like raucous and who knows how long it will last. I feel like after a little while I'll, I'll need to take, take some time away from it because it's a bit too much constantly. Mm. Um, so, but that's been fun, and I also like tried hopping back into Valorant, and that's been a good time. I played downstream with uh, Andy Cortez and a few others, and that's always a great time because, you know, w- that's the kind of competitive game where it's like it feels almost souls like in this grind, <laughs> like the precision, the kind of like um, uh, the super high skill ceiling is is like um, there uh, in in a new framework within a, a first person framework. Which, which I'm enjoying, and I, I was a, I'm a Counter Strike addict, a recovering <coughs> Counter Strike addict, um, and that that scratches the itch while also giving me a bit of um, uh, Overwatch to it as well. There was a point where I almost installed Counter Strike, and let me tell you, it was a dark, dark moment because I I don't think I can explain to you the level of addiction that I got. You know how people like, oh, oh I was addicted to this game. I was worryingly addicted to counter-strike like i there was times a year like a year like two years ago you i had mentioned i was playing counter-strike and you very nonchalantly were just like oh yeah we should we should play sometime yeah i did not know the gravity of of, of the oh, i of played the i played I, about the open. I, I mean like i will still play some counter-strike but it is a dance with the devil for me like constantly i think the thing that luckily helps me now is like like most games counter-strike is over designed and full of like annoying like modern bells and whistles for for uh games as a service titles that eventually pushed me away but like counter-strike back in the day was my entire life like i played i've played thousands and thousands of hours of it um i played like morning to night i would get up in the morning i'd play like i'd get up at 4 a.m to play until 8 a.m to go (laughs) before like going to college or school and then i'd come back at five o'clock and play until like 3 a.m. for literally years like it was the only thing i played um and yeah it was uh, valorant is like a healthier version of counter-strike for me but i do i do love it it's fun fun to play but yeah that's what i've been doing Mm. there it is uh it is fun to play (laughs) we usually it is fun to play um (laughs) why did you say that with the same intonation as 
Every moment I live is agony. Is agony. <laughs> <laughs> I love to play. Um, so uh, before we move on, um, and I, we started doing like segments and having cool features, and I didn't come up with anything for this week, but I mm-hmm. wanted to go through the remaining months of the year and highlight some of the games that, according to Game Informer's list here, are on their way. And maybe get Tam, how dare you? GameSpot.com has the exact Yeah, I was about to say, don't we have our own? Not the, the number no one sh- no gaming shade website. Game Informer. Um, <laughs> I just, listen, I'm too, I'm too tired. I just Googled it and it was at the top. Um, Damn, okay. we need better SEOs, what you're saying. I was going to say, yeah, someone, to someone to yelled at the SEO channel. I mean, yeah, this is 2022. Let's see how easy it is. Oh, we do have it. There it is. <laughs> Do you think we were lying to you? Yeah. No, no. I had to put in the word GameSpot to get it. Um, what? I, I think this is better, actually, because uh, it's updated regularly. I know that for sure, because I'm constantly showing up people to update it. So. Um, uh, yeah, you didn't go shouting. to it. I've never heard, that wasn't your instinct. I have never heard Tom, I've never heard you shouting. To update anything. Oh, I, 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 hey. I've heard you go <laughs> before, but that's it. Yeah. I don't, I don't generally shout in front of other people, but when I'm at home typing... Uh, I feel like I've seen you shout. Have you? You've never seen me shout. I feel like I have. Tell me when. <gasps> Tell me when. Offline. Tam, did you get what? Kendrick tickets? <sighs> I, let me tell you about my journey this morning. Shit, because I, I was I was at an event and I completely forgot until just now. I was hosting Kind of Funny Games Daily this morning. Uh-huh. Which starts at 10 a.m. Uh-huh. Guess what time the tickets for Kendrick Lamar's went on sale? <coughs> it 10, 10 a.m. Yeah, it and I, I was hosting with Tim, and I was like, Tim, at some point these are going to go on sale. And he was like, bro, I got you. Just uh, just pass me the baton, and I'll take over. Mm-hmm. So at 10, I in- started the intro, and it immediately went in, and I was in the queue. I, th- I was like number 7,000. And and then uh, I started rapidly decreasing. I was doing the intros. I was talking. I was updating the chat. And then it happened. It was like you're at the front of the queue. And I was like, Tim, take over. And Tim did it. He took over. Mm-hmm. And waited. And then I got in. Mm-hmm. And I watched as every ticket in front of me. They had the they had the stadium. And I watched all the areas go from white to gray as I Fuck. rapidly tapped on each one trying to get it. I went from the $100 tickets to the $200 tickets to the $300 tickets and watched them all just fade away. Just like that scene at the end of Infinity War. Uh, <laughs> it was, I watched them go. And let me tell you, I was devastated. I was distraught. I was just like... Tim could tell because I went from looking like at my mm. browser to just looking down. I was just like phone in hand, looking down at my screen, mm-hmm. looking at it. And then a pop up. I got the tickets. <gasps> Jake did. Decker. Jake Decker. <laughs> the pod father arrives. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Comes in clutch. Not only did he get tickets, he got tickets in front of the stage. No, he did like not. At the floor level. Oh he my was God. right in there. The, the legend. The, the man, man, the myth, the legend. He came through. I was like, God bless. I was like, thank you. <laughs> we did this. We did it. Holy shit. What a top uh, lad. Also, oh, a master of storytelling there from Tom. There you go. There just. You go. This is like the table story. <laughs> he could have just said it. that he got the tickets. Yeah, I could have. I wanted to go on the that? journey. There's a point in that, you know? 
I'm saying that's a better story than Stranger of Paradise. <laughs> um, June. What do we have here? Where, where, where are we at? We're in June, aren't we? No, we're not in June. We're no, in May. We're in May. Oh, my life. <laughs> Evil Dead, the game is out. So Apex Marvel. Coming up, we have Crossfire Legion. What? Anyone interested in that? Don't know what it is. I don't even know what that is. That is, is that isn't that the remedy game? Like cross, like no, don't get crossfire. Caught on. Oh, crossfire X. X. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no one cares about that. Roller Champions. I'm kind of the, interested yeah. in that. I'm Why is every multiplayer game now a squad-based three v three? Like, whatever happened to four v four? Let's get back to that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's get back to that. I don't have. I don't have enough friends for that. I don't actually don't also. Lucy, play are you excited for Microsoft Flight Simulator DLC? Yes, because it's Top Gun, That's baby. Top Gun, baby. Let's go. I, I have been so contemplating. excited for that movie. I don't know why. I don't know why Top Gun has such a hold on me. <clears throat> Lucy, you know why. I it's love the, middle, the power of the middle tooth. God. We went to watch. Hey man, we, we watched. We watched Top Gun in uh, what was the setup again? Like 4DX or something? It was no, no. It was the the first IMAX, like a big IMAX that they just opened in London, and mm. for some reason they were like, okay, Top Gun. Top Gun, baby, and we went in there, and basically, like, while we're watching it, every character face face was just like in our faces, so we got real up close with Tom Cruise's middle tooth. And it was a great time. It's fantastic. It was and fantastic. there was a time Tam and I saw who definitely was not, was, was, was not yeah. Tom Cruise. Sliding Doors Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw him in a yeah. bar. Looked exactly like him. He was hanging out with... Wh- he knew it. What was the other Bill guy? Paxton. Yeah, Sliding Doors Bill Paxton. Who's dead. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's... I've been contemplating installing Microsoft Flight Simulator. Maybe that'll be my next stream game. I figure out how to play my Flight Simulator. I did watch um, RKG have a very fun series called Three Ways, where they all take different approaches to doing the same task. And usually they do them in things like Hitman or GTA, but they did do one episode where they try and land a plane in Flight Simulator. It's a little hot. It's not easy. Not easy. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. I think it's one of those games you're going to have to read the manual. I hate reading. Hate reading's for losers. June. Diablo Immortal. I'm very excited about Diablo Immortal. Yeah, mate. Um, I do love me a Diablo. Uh, and having it on the go? Hell yeah. Mario Strikers Battle League. Is that there it is. There, there's, there's my 4v4. Is that what you're after? <laughs> um, I'm excited for Yeah, that. but Nintendo Switch Sports Soccer Online. Actually, <laughs> they have... That's that's the that's the good that's the one yeah. you already got it yeah, you already have already this soccer it. Nintendo yeah, at home. <laughs> card Shock. What this what? game looks cool. Is that Card Shark? Is that what yeah, you said? Card Shark. It's that um, what the fuck is it called? I think it's the roguelike card game, isn't it? Do you play as a shark? No, no, no. I'm no. not interested. It's it's like I think it's a roguelike card. It's like an adventure game, and it's like uh. You basically have to swindle your opponents in card games. It seems okay. very, very cool. Oh, uh, this Kurt, does seem you, cool. I bet you you'd be into this. Except you said card game and roguelike in the same sentence. <laughs> no, but trust me. Like, look at the style. And also, <laughs> I it's, see it's it. an adventure style game. Um, I do like adventure games. Do I do like, like the scribbly art style. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Looks like I drew it. Uh, Starship Troopers okay. Terran Command. No. 
Nope. All right. No takers. Mm. Fall Guys that? Ultimate Knockout for uh, no one cares about it. Okay, we're moving on. Oh, it's a mobile game. Um, Got it. PC. Uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Anyone up for some more Fall Guys? No. It just makes me want to watch MXC or yeah. uh, Takashi's mm. Castle. Takashi's Castle is mm-hmm. so good. What is the best Takashi's Castle game? For me, it's the Honeycomb Maze. For me, it's the wall with holes the in. so good, yeah. Okay. Oh, man. I, like... Oh, that's so hard. I don't know. Like, running... Like, I... This is a lot of pressure. It's got Jordan. There's two. I, can, I don't. I, I have can't, no earthly I don't idea have a, what you guys are talking the, about. The, the, You've never the, the, the fake doors. The fake. The fake. Yeah. That, hold on. When they're running through the fake yeah, doors, yeah, that's, like that's, where they have to find the right door. Oh, that okay. one's. That yeah, one is good. classic. You've never seen Takeshi's Castle. Oh, mate. Or MXC, most extreme elimination for the Americans. Yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Mate, you need to watch. Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't seen every single piece of media. No, no. Takeshi's Castle is so good. It's basically slapstick comedy as a game show. There's this one where like you have a group of people and they've got a run and there's like in front of them just like a series of doors, but like only some of them are open and the other ones are straight up just like not locked, but they're just like fake doors. There's walls. So like these people are sprinting at doors and like hoping to launch themselves through doors and they just face plant into a door and like you are eliminated. Unbelievable! Um, it's, it's so, so fun. And depending on what, and and also depending on what one you watch, because most extreme elimination dubs everyone, so the humor is much, much, much different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On like Takashi's Castle, which is subbed. Yeah. <laughs> in the UK, actual. Takashi's Castle was subbed by Craig Charles, who plays Cat in um, Red Dwarf. No, he doesn't play. He doesn't is... play Cat. He plays. Um... Not Cat. Um, he plays. Uh, What's his name? L- 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 not Lister. Uh, not Lister. Fuck, what is his name? Oh my god, that's gonna really annoy me. Yeah, I'm gonna have to Google it. Anyways, but they both it's offer different Lister. forms of comedy to the same exact context, and it's, they're both great. Okay. Yeah, it's not Cat. God damn it. It is Lister. It is Lister. Oh, then what's the guy with the H on his forehead called? Uh, yeah, that. What the? Wow, it's been so long since I've watched Red Dwarf. Uh, oh, he's Rimmer. No. Rimmer, Rimmer. Craig Charles is Lister. You're totally right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but um, yeah, Red Dwarf is great. Red Dwarf is great. Um, yeah. So you should watch it, um, Jordan. And then we've got Sonic Origins. No one cares. Uh, DNF Duel. That's a fine game. So I might be into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuphead, the delicious last course. Wow, that's actually that's happening. Actually, it's actually, actually happening. happening. It's actually happening. Mm. Either Somnium Files, um, Nirvana Initiative. Are you into that, Kurt? Adventure game? What's, what did you say? Either Somnium Files. I think it's like a point. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, really I, very, I very, I very yeah, controversially, man. a lot of people recommend that game to me and I end up playing it and I dropped off of it really quick oh. you gotta be I careful with to like making recommendations to Kurt because if you recommend something too much he will just be like no I'm good yeah I'm not gonna yeah. do that um, so you just gotta like suggest it to him like just leave notes around um, <laughs> July no but I did try I did try the first one and I dropped off because it got um, uh, it made me feel uncomfortable I'll just say that <laughs> July we have Klonoa Fantasy Reverie series Lucy loves Klonoa May I am genuinely quite excited about that, but I think got, mostly because I want I want to relive my childhood. Yeah, Lunatics Vale, great game. Um, Wayward Strand, live alive, live alive. 
that's the game that they oh, released that um, they showed off at a Nintendo Direct and everyone yeah. was like, oh yes, I know this game, when clearly no one knew this game. I'm about to say, I'm like, why does everyone around me know what this game is and I've just no, never heard of it No, it's one of those RPGs that, um, <laughs> that like, people who like RPGs will act like they know for credibility's sake. It's just one of those things. Wait, are you talking about Wayward Strand? No, Live Alive. Carry on now, Oh, because Wayward Strand actually looks kind of interesting. We've got a game here called Dig... Dig... Digimon Survive. Digimon Digimon Survive. That's what it's called. Moving on swiftly. Finally, time for Digimon to have its time in the sun. Down with Pokemon. It's our moment. Down with big Pokemon. Down with big Pokemon. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 apparently is out this year. Same day as Digimon. That's not going to be good for Digimon. <laughs> wow, Digimon's time in the spotlight was short-lived. <laughs> uh, August, we've got Two Point Campus. Oh, okay. Is that not out already? Is that not out already? This is for PlayStation Five. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and Xbox consoles, basically. Oh no, it says PC. Too. And PC, yeah, I guess. Saints Row, uh, which looks okay if you've uh, read um, Jordan's preview. On looks extremely Five. okay. Aggressively okay. <laughs> Idol Manager. Nintendo Switch. Who knows? Soul Hackers 2. Don't even know that. S- September. Splatoon 3. I will be all over that. Yeah, yeah. Be all over I that. Do, I do miss Splatoon 2. So it's the, it's the only... Uh, it's like, aside from Overwatch, Splatoon is weirdly the longest I've ever actually been with a multiplayer, mm. like, an all-ti- like, an, mm. like a, a somewhat competitive mm. online multiplayer game. Yeah. Like I don't. It's I return to it more than Overwatch. Wow, wow. Uh, also in September, Warhammer Forty Thousand, Dark Tide, and Test Drive Unlimited Solar Crown. Test Drive coming back. October we've got Forspoken. Apparently, uh, we've got Agent of Against the Storm. Sorry, Agents of Storm. Agents of Storm. We've also got Gotham Knights. Finally. Yay! I hope it's good because otherwise, uh, I, I know I know you're going to call it Gotham Shites, and that makes me sad. Uh, yep. You I'm think it's be, gonna be good? You think it's gonna be good? I want it to be good. I need it to I, be good. Otherwise, <laughs> you will you will see just me profoundly sad in a way that in a, in a way that I in a way that I've only ever seen when we went to see Batman vs Superman <laughs> and Batman vs Superman and Justice and, League and Justice League. Oh, DC just absolutely shitting on us with mediocre content that like deranged fans are just accepting. Um. Can't wait for that to get clipped uh, out yeah. and just mm-hmm. appear on some I, website. I, I've got. I do not give less of a shit about DC fans who have convinced mm, themselves that, shit. that garbage is good for some reason. Um, December, apparently, Stalker, Heart of Chernobyl, one game, yeah. and that is it for the year. That is Supposedly, it. Oh. God of War Ragnarok somewhere in there. I don't know. We they, have to believe that that game's about, still coming out. If they're still talking about accessibility features, I think we're going to see something from God of War very soon. Um, I mean, there are so many that just don't have a date on. So, Jeff, mm-hmm. Jeff, please. Um, I'm making a personal plea to Jeff Keighley, who um, is in charge of all release dates now. Um, can we can we get something on the cow, please? Because it's, um, it's too quiet. <laughs> we should be hearing about... If, oh, they hold to, if they hold to pattern, we should be hearing about the new Assassin's Creed as well. I realize mm-hmm. I'm the only person who cares about that. but <laughs> December 8th, Hollow Knight Silk Song. <laughs> you right there, Jordan? You motherfucker. 
<laughs> Takes a lot for a man. Yeah. Call his boss a motherfucker <laughs> on record. <laughs> That's how you know. He's you know, really he's mad. He's, mad. <laughs> he's a big man. Oh All right, God. let's move on to some listener questions. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do that at afterdarkpodcast at gamespot.com or join our Discord. You can hit me up or Lucy up to ask for an invite. Lucy. Hello. Can you read this question? Yeah, this is from Trilands. Uh, question to the podcast and listeners. Um, who will run out of games to remake first, Final Fantasy or Pokemon? Pokemon, 100%. At this at this rate, Pokemon. Yeah, at this rate, Pokemon for There's, sure. I am look. I'm waiting for the day when a Nintendo or like a Nintendo sales chart is released and every game is Pokemon. When that happens, we've officially like, like ruined re releases. I was gonna say, Yunichi Masuda is just sat there like rubbing yeah. his hands together. I think once that happens, we as an industry need to like be like, all right, that's enough. No more remakes. Are there um, more Pokemon games or more Final Fantasy games? Because I know both of those series have a shit ton of spinoffs. Oh, there's there's probably more Pokemon games at this point. I don't know actually. Because there's a lot actually, of Final yeah, Fantasy games. I don't know because there's a whole yeah there's a whole there's a whole separate world of Final Fantasy games that I just don't True. that I always forget. It might like be Crystal, Final Crystal Crystal Bearers. What was the other Crystal Chronicles? Uh, Crystal Chronicles. Yes. Uh, is that that one was being remade and hasn't come out yet? Correct. Did it come out? I well, completely I so. forgot I about it. They were remaking that, weren't they? Uh, I actually have like really fond memories of playing that game in a musty ass basement. Um, Enjoyable game. Yeah, I don't think that's out yet. Uh, but then there's, I think there was a sequel, a weird pseudo sequel called The Crystal Bearers, which was absolute trash. If I remember. <laughs> Unless I'm making that up. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I went like yeah, The Crystal Bearers. I like bought this game like day one. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a, a wee lad and I brought it home in the opening hour of the game, I was like, this is fucking garbage. And I returned it. <laughs> it's like one of the only times I ever have an experience of like buying something and actively trying to get my money back. Yeah. Um, so they can remake that. <laughs> I, I think I think it might be Pokemon run out of games first. Yeah. I think that Final Fantasy definitely has more games, but like po the Pokemon company and Nintendo are aggressively remaking Pokemon games at a faster rate than, yeah. than if it's a matter of like, um, it's not a matter of the number of games they have, it's a matter of who's doing the most right now, yeah. and they are clearly doing the most. Final Fantasy is also now willingly admitted, yeah, we will divide one game into multiple into parts games, while yeah. we remake it. Exactly. And Nintendo's not going to do that with Pokemon. No. God, I hope they remake Final Fantasy VIII. That's such a weird game. I love it. I That's that's 8 and 9 for me. Yeah. Those are the two. 8 and 9 were my like, favorites. I, 8, 9, and 10, I guess. I know nothing about 8. Or nine, dude. Other eight, than eight is so good. They're both it's so like good. Fucking so weird. It's a bunch of. It's a teen. It's a high school teen drama in in like weird. Fucking Final Fantasy universe. <laughs> With sword guns. Yeah, sword been, guns. I've been really itching to play twelve again recently. Oh. Did you just do that a few years ago? Yeah. The Switch version is like very it's time. good. The Switch version is very good. Yeah. It's very good. No, I, I never played twelve. I, saw you should play I stopped again after on 10. Switch. Twelve is fun. Yeah, yeah. twelve is twelve Basically is Star Wars. Like twelve is just and it has the sexy bunny people in it. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's got mm. Captain Bosch von mm. Rosenberg mm -hmm. of Damascus. Don't <sighs> believe Ondo's lies. <laughs> um, but yeah, eight, eight is great fun. 
It's also got Zell in it, which is one of my favorite Final Fantasy characters of all time. Mm -hmm. He's got a special limit break in which he he's in the middle of a fight mm -hmm. and they're lined up three by three. You activate this and he runs past the, the enemy and then it cuts to an image of the world, the earth, and you watch him run the circumference of the earth. Is he the Flash? <laughs> all the way around. And then he comes back from the other side of the battle scenario and then punches an enemy. If you do it at the start and get like 200 damage out of it, you're like, what the fuck, oh this God. man, was that worth it? <laughs> yeah, you ran all the way around and just went whiffed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That happens a lot. You will whiff that man and you're like, fuck. Yeah. It's hilarious. He also does an uppercut and when he does the uppercut, he like, he hangs in the air for a couple of seconds and dolphins appear and dive over. <laughs> fuck, I can't tell if you're fucking with me right no, now. No, Zell, Zell's incredible. He also like, he's just obsessed with eating, so he's just trying to eat in every scene. There's really? one scene where he eats so much that he's like choking to death while uh, another, another character has to save him. Oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's so good. Um... Uh, it's also got a teacher in it that like uses a whip. It's, oh. it's just reminding me? me something. It's, it's reawakened something in me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, this next question also comes from Trilens, um, and it is my question: Is where do you align on this D and D inspired video game writer alignment? And if you click mm. that, it goes to an um, a tweet from. Uh, GI is uh, Danielle Partis, who oh, Danielle. Uh, yeah, mm. who has um, uh, has the tweet is the GI team spent lunch deciding D and D alignments for how we write news, which uh, uh, was compiled, and and uh, so we have on lawful good, each story as a word doc put into folder by week, which are then put into folders by year neutral good every story its own file yearly folders chaotic good every story is its own file saved in one massive folder lawful neutral new document every week yearly folders true neutral new document every week stories written directly into an email and sent to another member of the team is chaotic neutral that's insane who is writing what? stories into an email um, lawful evil using one google doc but deleting it after every story uh, neutral evil putting everything in a single doc for years chaotic evil directly in the cms i have recently learned we have way too many people at GameSpot who are in chaotic evil I like to the point <laughs> that someone lost their entire feature that they had typed into the cms and then it just like glitched out and they're like oh well, I'm going to go on lunch and I'll come back and I'll write the like 1,500 words over again. I'm like, why are oh you writing God. a feature directly into the CMS? Yeah, so for me, for me, like I, I will absolutely never write a feature directly into the CMS. There's no chance. But new stories, I will yeah. always write into CMS, which yeah. I also tell everyone that was on our team never do that mm -hmm. do not ever do that <laughs> do as that i say not as mistake. i do i always say do as i say not as i do here's my thinking i've been writing news stories for so long years like i've got it down to a science slash art form it takes me maybe five minutes to write between five and ten minutes to write a news story so like my thinking is what are the chances in that five to ten minute window something could go wrong with the cms and basically on an odd system i'm like it's not very high so mm. I should be okay. 
So that's why I write into this. But you can only do that if you're confident that you can write a story in that window. If you're spending 10 plus minutes on a story and you're writing directly in the CMS, you're, you're playing with fire. Do not do that. The Never only time that. I write in the CMS is when we're doing the, like, oh, we're covering an event and this story needs to go out, like, immediately. So I'm like, oh, I'm writing a new story in, like, under two minutes. What are the likelihood that something's going to go there wrong? Was, there was a point a few years ago where the same CMS we use now was amazing because you could, like, a window could crash. And if you closed it and then restored the window, it would also restore the text. But at some That's point, there were, there was the, at some point there were enough stacking updates to CMS where it eliminated that feature, and like uh, I, I yearn for it to return because that <laughs> that could save some people so much. How about you guys? Um, I mean, Lucy and Kurt, you don't really write into into the. I used to, I started doing I yeah. started with news like yeah. um, like that was how I basically learned how to write, mm. <laughs> uh, which only got me so far. Clearly, um, uh. When I did first start, I did used to do it like right on the web, like right into the website. Um, but that's because you know it was like we were, I was working for a small indie game news outlet at the time, mm. and it just it, I was doing it for you know eight hours a day, so it was just I was just put I don't know that's 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 how I did it. But I would never do a feature ever, never in CMS. <laughs> do that in a doc. I usually start handwritten. And then I do it. That's what I do in a doc. That's not even on the chart. Kurt. No. <laughs> I yeah well, yeah. Where does that put me? If I if I like I have notes. You can't see it, but like I just wrote a script for a show, and it's all handwritten first. I don't know what this makes me. Put those in a museum one day. Yeah, I think oh, I this think was in the garbage. You... I just took this out of the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, you you fall under um, true neutral where you do yeah. a new document um, most yeah. time. Yeah. I'm chaotic oh, dude, good yes. man. I have yeah, folders, I but I have like a, all my scripts are in one big folder. All my voiceover is in like one big folder. And then, but I do have a system to name everything. So you should be able to find stuff easily. Okay, I Jordan? I, Jordan. Yeah, I guess Jordan. I'm Don't ask neutral, me how I, oh, sorry, go ahead. evil. When it comes to news stories, I have a single doc that I just keep adding to for every news story and then at the end of the year I start a new doc and just repeat the process but each Wait, you've got I one write, doc that has every news story that for this you've written for 2022 and then another one for 2021 and like you're not it. deleting it you're just like yeah it's just there page somewhere. break that's yeah that's wild <laughs> and then for that's, features that's I write them in individual back. docs yeah uh, that's so. that's nice to look back on though one of the things that I honestly yeah, that's good organization. I've, I've hit over a, my docs becomes a mess. I've hit over a thousand <laughs> videos on Gamespot, and like, I can look through my staff page list, and I'm like, I don't remember doing that. Like, I would love to, like, even if you look on Gamespot, I can scroll through the videos that we've done, and I'll forget that I've worked on stuff. So I don't know. Being able to quickly look back easily seems nice. Man, I. I could not do that. Or I you never write. want to look back. If you look yeah, back for more than a year and a half, you're like, no. I was a shit writer. No. <laughs> All those news stories it take long for me lost to in time. Like tears in the rain. <laughs> That's where oh, I'm fucking at. Fucking R.I.P. Vangelis, by the way. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of the GameSpot After Dark podcast. Oh. Uh, Jordan, where you at? What are you up to? 
Uh, folks can find me on Twitter at JMRamay. I have a preview going up on Sunday for something that I'm checking out that I'm like 90% sure that I can mention what it is, but I'm not 100% sure if I can. So I'm just going to say that it's <coughs> going up on Sunday. Um, and then I am also working on the Apex Legends mobile review, which will probably go up sometime next week. We'll see. We'll see. That's what I'm working on. Cut. Hello. Uh, don't worry about what I'm doing. Just enjoy what you enjoy. Play the games you play. Love them. Or don't like them. Cool. Just listen to yourself. Lucy? Um, I... I'm doing I'm doing an embargo thing. Haha, ha, not just you, Jordan. I have an embargo <laughs> thing for next week. Um I wrote the Sniper Elite Everything to Know, which Jesse is very kindly editing. That'll be up uh, on Monday. Um and then just a bunch of other stuff. We're prepping for uh summer game fest and all that kind of stuff. We've got a fun couple of interviews that we're doing next week. Should be Nice. Good. I'm at more hate on everything. I I don't know any embargoes. No one tells me anything. I have no secrets. Um, I am <laughs> I am yeah currently working on things. See you next week, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.